KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Encore. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. Hey, everybody. Now that we've heard that the president and CEO of Juul is now stepping down and they're appointing someone from the tobacco industry to take his place, I decided to bring back my recent interview with Dr. Steve Rosenberg. He talks about vaping. He talks about the dangers of it and what people can do to stop it. Take a listen to this Flashpoint Encore. Steve Rosenberg is a psychotherapist and smoking cessation expert. He's here in the KW studio. Dr. Rosenberg, welcome to Flashpoint. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here. So first of all, what could be possibly causing this illness of all these these kids or, or people? Well, there's a lot of things going on. First of all and foremost is you are taking in a superheated gas into your lungs. Mm. Can that be good? The answer to that is absolutely not. We also do not know what is in that gas. And testing has been done at the uh, major universities. In fact, Penn State came out with a study, and they showed that there are traces of heavy metal ions that are in the gas. There are traces of formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid. There are traces of all kinds of things like antifreeze because they are made and the antifreeze actually is sweet. And so in place of sugar, they are using antifreeze to make the flavor extract. And let's back it up. For people who don't know how these vape pens work, they take an an oil, some kind of substance, and they heat it up. It's a superheated oil and it turns into a vapor or a gas. And that superheated gas goes into your lungs when you inhale it. That temperature is very high. Also, it's bringing in all the residue that might be in that cartridge or might be in the vapor itself or it might be in the pen. The pens are made of various heavy metals and those metals and plastics can deteriorate. That deterioration allows it to be dissolved in that vapor. And you have a concoction of stuff that is worse than anything. It can't be good. It actually goes into the lungs and there are cells in the lungs that have little hairs on them to help us clean out our lungs. They're called ciliated cells, little cilia. And those cilia are attached to what are called uh, little uh, pop cells that are called alveoli. When those alveoli get superheated, and those cilia get paralyzed when that vapor goes down, they get paralyzed, they can't clean out the lung, and then you have what's called a popcorn lung, those little alveoli pop, and they can never be regenerated, they can never be replaced, and you have a real severe lung condition. In fact, I saw a a kid that, uh, he was on the news a few weeks ago that was 17 he had the lungs of a 71-year-old man, and that was from one year of vaping. O-M-G. So if you people are vaping, this has kind of gone up over the past 10 years, the number of vapors, because part of it is people thought it was safer than smoking cigarettes. So here's the real deal on that. Listen, yes, you can taper down in your nicotine levels using a vape pen, 
and you can stop smoking. That is correct. And you can, you will. However, the rate of failure is higher when the person uses that vape in order to stop. They all go back to smoking. The success rate is no more than 10%. And then the recidivity rate is really very high. Yeah. You go back to smoking. Wow. And so, so, smo- so vaping is not safer than smoking. Oh, number one, it's not safer. And number two is that almost everybody goes back to smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And so what are some of the symptoms? If you've been vaping, how do you even know if you could possibly, before it's too late or whatever, if you decide, you know what, maybe I should stop. Are there symptoms that you could be have contracted something? Well, absolutely. First of all, if you're working out and you're a fairly fit individual and, and let's say you're walking a distance and and all of a sudden you can't catch your breath. That means that your breathing capacity is down. You feel like, uh, hey, I just can't do what I used to do. That's a clear sign that something is wrong. You got to stop this. Yeah. And with kids, kids are attracted to vaping because of the flavors that are out there. They think that cotton candy is a great flavor and they smell like cotton candy and pretty soon their lungs are feeling terrible. And so it is a growing lung that is affected more by it than a mature lung. So the kids are growing, their lungs are not mature, and you have this situation where these lungs are getting really terrible. They're getting in such disrepair that maybe they'll need lung transplants in the future. Wow, and that's very scary for a lot of parents. And so... The American Vaping Association has pushed back against this this uh, hysteria that they've seen. They they called to, you know to this the whole vaping illnesses, um, and they said that the problem is illicit street vaping, illicit street well, vapes, and that people you know, are, you, you, are you, buying all kinds of sure, poisonous stuff sure. and they're putting it in the vape. But pen. here's the study from Penn State that shows that you know vapor exhaled by e-cigarette users contain carcinogens and is a risk to nearby non-users, just like secondhand tobacco smoke. They go on to say that almost 60% of people who use e-cigarettes also currently smoke conventional cigarettes, Mm. according to U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Studies have found toxic chemicals, such as formaldehyde and antifreeze ingredients in e-cigarettes, which is what I said to you earlier. Yeah. Some e-cigarettes that claim to be nicotine-free do contain the harmful substance. Side effects include increased heart rate and blood pressure, lung disease, chronic bronchitis, and insulin resistance leading to type 2 diabetes. And so you you hear all so, this though, but 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 doctor and and I'm, you know, I'm being I'm I got to push back a little bit because people sure. have been doing vape pens for a decade. Why all of a sudden now, since this year, we're hearing about deaths, we're hearing about what's changed. The change is the population of vapors has increased 20-fold. That's why. Mm -hmm. When 10 years ago, not many people were out there vaping. You get it in today and, and, you know, they're advertising them all over. You get uh, this one brand that is advertising every single day on every radio and TV station in the newspaper. 
and they're selling and selling and selling more and more and more. So you have a larger population. It stands to reason you have a bigger population. It's going to explode. Yeah. And that's the reason. And so, but there has been the, of the deaths, there have been a number of them that are full grown adults. Um, oh, absolutely. So, sure. So, but you mentioned that kid, there's a difference between young people and older people who vape. Mm-hmm. Is anybody safe? No is one it safer is safer for anybody. No one is safe. Mm-hmm. No one is safe smoking. Yeah. Period. That's it. You can't smoke and live a productive life. Yeah. And so are there older cases that we aren't just aware of? Because there it possibly seems, are. It seems like now all of a sudden, sure. you know, parents all got together. You know, kids are like saying, oh, all parents got together. They just got mad about this. And now all of a sudden it's a big deal when people have been raping for a long time. Well, the thing is with the kids, let's look at this really logistically. With the kids, you have a situation where there has been no restriction of mm. age mm. in buying a vaping device. So kids buy it online. They go to school. They buy it from a friend. They go to wherever. They're, they're able to buy it because there is no age restriction. Now they're putting age restrictions on it because they see that the kids who have bought them are now turning to cigarettes and smoking. Yeah, and there is an age restriction on cigarettes. Like there is, correct, cigarettes. correct. Yeah. But you have such a population of kids that never were ever able to get it so easily. It's like all of a sudden everything was lifted and they could go out there and grab as many as they could. Yeah, and I want to talk about this this particular substance. Uh, it was like a form as, as a chemical that um, has been linked to several illnesses in New York. It's called... Vitamin E acetate. Mm-hmm. And could you talk about what that is? They, people have been using it to use marijuana in the vape pens. Well, and they it, don't want to admit it when they go to their pediatrician or their doctor. Yeah, but this yeah. is, this is I understand, has caused some problems. Well, E acetate can be found in regular vape pens also. It is a situation where that, that actually helps them make the vapor. The E acetate makes the vapor, and it's, it's a carcinogen. So that it can be found in just about every vape pen that is out there on the market. Yeah. You can't say it's just from the people who are using marijuana. It is found universally out there. Mm -hmm. And other substances, like I said, formaldehyde, that's an embalming fluid. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Antifreeze, that'll give you really bad situations. So what should people do, uh, Dr. Rosenberg? Because a lot of people are, are addicted. I mean, I understand that using um, nicotine, um, tobacco products within these vape pens actually can be more addictive because you're it's going more directly into your lungs. No, there's another factor you don't realize mm-hmm. that the vaping industry is putting four times the amount of nicotine in their product than there is in a cigarette. So they are immediately addicting the population to the vaping device. So that, listen, nicotine in the realm of addiction is 10 times more addictive than heroin. Wow. So you have a substance that is, quote, legal. And what are you doing with it? 
you're taking in four times the amount. Yeah. This one brand who is advertising all over the place, and I will not mention that name and give them the notoriety, but they have four times the amount of nicotine in their vaping device than there is in a cigarette. And so you're on, I feel like you're on a mission here to educate people about this. Well, I have been on a mission to educate people to stop smoking for over 38 years. And you just can't smoke. There is no absolute benefit to smoking. If people can tell me what there is as far as a benefit, I smoke three packs of cigarettes a day when I was in my 20s and 30s. And that was the worst thing that I think I ever did to my lungs. So I know how difficult it is to get off of them. But I have been teaching people for 38 years how to do it. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. Once you make up your mind and you say, hey, if I want to live a longer, healthier, happier, better quality of life, I need to stop doing this it's killing me. Yeah. And so advice to parents who have kids that they know vape, who are that the devices look like flash drives. They look like. Oh, they're they concealed look, like oh anything. Oh, my God. Like you can't. Yeah. They look like toys. Uh, they look like pens. Uh, you can't really tell. Advice to parents. The advice is if uh, you catch them, if you see them doing it, if you find it in their drawer, if you see that they have bought it on uh, a site, a website, talk to them. Tell them what is doing. Tell them that they really shouldn't be smoking. I mean, I had, last night in my office, I had two uh, Philadelphia police officers who came in, and they have a, a child, and their husband and wife, and their child uh, doesn't smoke, never smoked, but both parents smoked. And even though they smoked, they said, well, if their kid smoked, they would kill him. <laughs> so yeah. the kid never smoked, but yet they smoked. Last night, they made up their minds. They were going to come in and they're going to stop, and they did. Yeah. And so people who may need help, give them your information. Oh, yeah. Um, my website, first of all, has a wealth of information on it, and it's quititnow.com. Q-U-I-T-I-T-N-O-W. Quititnow. Do you predict that these vape companies are going to face lawsuits in the future? Well, I think, you know, something has to happen because if one person gets sick or dies, it's one too many. Something has to happen. The government has to put restrictions. There has to be limitations to what people can do to get these. There has to be age limits. It's got to be something. You know, Penn and State, the president, you got President Donald Trump talking about vaping. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody's talking about it, but you've got to do something now. Yeah. And if a university like Penn State University, a, a credible university, comes out with a study like this and they say, hey, look, it's no good. It's absolutely no good. So why even bother? Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. So Dr. Rosenberg, C. Rosenberg, quititnow.com. Check it out. Uh, if you need some help letting this vape thing go or letting cigarettes go, uh, look them up. Quititnow.com. Thank you so much, Steve Rosenberg. Dr. Steve Rosenberg for coming on Flashpoint to talk about this issue in the news. 
Next up, it's a festival that's all about writing. It's a major celebration that goes all day long. Mighty Writers and its second annual Mighty Fest. We'll be right back. 